The Killer Pod from Outer Space presents Watch This or Die. Good fucking evening, everybody. Welcome to Killer Pod from Outer Space. My name is Vinny. I am one of your two hosts, and with me is Jeffrey. And Oscar's got and Oscar's a, going crazy. Jeez. Hey, bud. Jeffrey. Hello, Vinny. How are you? Producer man, welcome back. Good evening. Nice suntan. Thank you. That Texas sun. It was miserable as far as the weather yeah, goes. Yeah, we didn't so. talk weather. What, what was that? Uh, so it was 50 degrees. Uh, so the first day we got there was beautiful. It was gorgeous outside, like 65 degrees and sunny. Second day was humid as shit, like 50 degrees with 100% humidity, Ugh. so it was sticky. Like, at, with the mask, like, when we were at the Alamo, you had to wear your mask and fogged up, like, constantly in your glasses. Um, and then the third day, it was 40 degrees and drizzle all day. Mm-hmm. I played golf in that, too. All right, well, producer man just came back from San Antonio. Yes, sir. He is our world traveler. I go to Vegas in yeah, so six weeks. Yeah. Yep. I leave, like, the county every once in a while. <laughs> I told my mom you were on vacation, and she's like, that boy's always on vacation. Yep. I was like, hey, he's living it. That's right. Living I life. I have four weeks of vacation now, so what the hell? Yeah. Might as well use it. The dog is loving me tonight. What is happening, Oscar? So we are... It's been a while since we tapped in the old watch us or die intro. Yeah, yeah. This is um, a little bit different than the normal format. We have not um, pitted movies against each other. We're just going to give you a little, little general discussion. We got some news. We got some points. We got some. Um, we did watch a movie, though. We did watch a movie. Yeah, it was a joint joint watch. Yeah. Um, what do you got going on? Not a whole lot, man. Um, you and I have both been quite busy with moving. Moving. I'm tired of it. Yes. Yeah, like, I'm done. So that's good. You're eat not. a bunch of gummies and watch movies all day. I, yeah. I can't wait till that. I'd like to join me. you for that in your oh, no, your palatial I, estate. I only do that alone. The damn. It's a damn beautiful. <laughs> it's. It's. I was thinking about it. Your house is borderline like mansion cabin. Can Definitely I not mansion. Have you used the hot tub yet with it being 30 degrees outside? No, because it needs to be cleaned, and I don't know how to clean okay. it. Yeah. Because tonight would be a fantastic night Ugh, to jump in that hot that. tub. It's it would like be. 12 <laughs> degrees. Um, Terrible. But yeah, so, you know, I've, I've actually, unlike you, I've gotten to sit down and watch some stuff. I know you've just been on the What did you dive into? Well, we'll get into it, but we got to do some You got to get first. into your beers first. I'm pretty excited for this one. I brought a, a banger. The heavy. We have a Grim. Grim Brewing Company. Remember you said you were going to bring a growler? <laughs> yeah, I haven't done that yet. Yeah, I know. It's tough. I feel like we should have glasses for this one. Mm-hmm. So Grim Artisan I have beer glasses They are, um, like I said, one of the heavies. Like, um, they're putting out some of the highest rated beers, uh, most talked about beers. And, oh, so this is a good point for you. You know the uh, beer distributor that you told me about? On Yeah, Superior. Bridge. So yeah, Superior. Did you know there's a secret beer room? What? That's where this came from. Where's this at? So I was just perusing the old craft the cold craft beer section, trying to find something. Not even for the episode, just in general. And this dude's like, Well make sure you like, he like pointed towards a door. He's like, Make sure you check the secret beer room. I was like, What secret beer room? He's like, Go through that cooler door and then behind the wall there's a whole other shelf with just like super you lying like, to me? No, I'm serious. Really? Like super exclusive and limited stuff. And I was like, and it's not out here in the sales floor? He's like, no, it's only back there. So I thought he was lying to me and just was like, ah, dumbass went through the door. Yeah. So I went back there. Have you ever gone behind the craft beer? No. So it's it, like, 
when you walk back there initially, I've been back there. It's just a bunch of like variety packs and stuff. Like, okay. Nothing crazy. And there is a wall with a doorway. And you go past that doorway into another room. And there's a whole long eight foot shelf with more huh. craft beers. And it's all like crazy uh, limited stuff. Yeah, no idea. That's where this came from. Well, how about Grim's that? not easy to stumble upon here. So this is their Lambo door. Double Indian Pale Ale. Um, kind of a artsy can. Do yeah, I thought it was a, a hippo at first for some reason. No, it's, it's like know, a car the, door. The Lamborghini door is how yeah. they open up. Yeah. It's cool. If, if you want glasses, glasses, there's plenty of glasses in the fridge. You're glasses. really harping on this glass thing. What's wrong with my, go. What's wrong with my glasses? You probably put milk in them. Your milk. I glasses. have specific beer glasses. Mm, that's oh, nice. you do? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, I'm just good on you. Huh? That's good on you. Oh. I didn't think you would have exclusive beer glasses. That's that's nice. That is smooth sailing. Oof. Yeah, so check out the secret beer room. I guess I shouldn't have put that on the air, but it's supposed to be a secret. No, I mean only like 30 people at the most <laughs> listen. So. But I mean, is it superior? That's the one you're talking about, right? At the end of Bridge? Yeah. yeah. I mean, their selection is already great, but then you go back there and it's like even more cool stuff. Yeah. So I grabbed this and I grabbed a uh, case of uh, Bush lattes. Oh, God. I don't know how I feel about you on the bus train. Like, it was fun. You're off it? I'm not on I never was on it. Like, I don't buy it. I get Narragansett Pounders. That's my home beer. I got Bush Pounders. Do they make Pounders? Oh, yeah. Is it the uh, Orange Blaze can? Nah. Like, the camo? It was uh, sold out quick. Yeah. I would drink it out of that. That's just fun. I like them, like, limited runs. Man, this beer is good. Um, That is a good-ass beer. It's velvety, a little, bit of, a little bit sweet. It's like a hot bomb, but it's not too, like, in your face and overpowering. Yeah. It's just a damn good beer. Yeah. What's the percent on it? Eight. Yeah, it's smooth for an eater. Yeah. All right. Um, speaking of whatever you just said, damn good. Yeah, damn good music pick. I do. Um, little story behind this one. So my music pick for this episode is going to be a record the Menzingers put out during quarantine. It's called From Exile. So it's called From Exile. The record before that was called Hello Exile. This is just what I thought it was. I thought it was just an acoustic version of that record. So I wasn't really super interested. Anyway, it's been out for a while at this point. Um, but I listened to it in full like two nights ago. Like finally pulled the trigger. And I thought I was going to just be disappointed. Like, all right, just acoustic versions of songs I already have heard. But it's more than that. Like there, it's uh, there's acoustic versions and stuff. But like they... um um like recomposed some of the songs and it's really good. Hmm. So it's it's like a little bonus record if you've heard Hello Exile, listen to From Exile and it's it's like different versions of the same songs. Very good. Very I'll good. I was very happy about That's it. That's cool. And this is new? It's newish. It came out, I don't know. I'm probably in the fall. Hmm. All right. I'll check that out. And actually, if you don't mind, if I'm not stepping on your toes, yeah. I got a music selection. You never step on my toes. Gate Creeper came out with a new album. I'm surprised you haven't heard I, it yet. I have. Oh, you did listen yeah, to it? Yeah, it's only like 15 minutes. 17 <laughs> minutes long. Yeah. Eight songs, 17 minutes. The first seven songs are one minute long. All right, and then the last one. The last one's like a 10-minute epic. Yeah. Now, the only gripe I have is the first seven songs being a minute long. Because I love this band, and I get like, I'm like, oh, that's a great riff. Get really into it, and the songs are over. Yeah. The, uh, my, my gripe wasn't really a gripe. Same thing, but it's, it's very exhumed-like. That's, yeah, what, that's yeah. what Exhumed does. That's yeah. kind of their deal. Um, well, not a gripe at all. Just the like, epic at the end, emptiness. I really dug that. Mm. Like that got immediately put in the playlist. Like that's a good like 
excuse me, driving song. Um, I also liked um, Rusted Gold and Sick of Being Sober a lot. Mm. But I just wish they were like full length songs. Yeah. Like, I want to hear more of it. Yeah, I mean, that's a little tease. A little tease. All right. Why don't you get into your movie selections? Well, the movie we watched together. Which we can watch, we can sort of kind of watch this or die. I mean, it's going to get a big watch this for me. Big time. We uh, pulled out the camping chairs, sat in the living room, and rented. Wait a minute. Got Han Dynasty. Oh, we got Han Dynasty and feasted before. I forgot. And we rented Psycho Gourmet. Highly anticipated by myself and tons of other people, apparently. I had no idea the hype train on this was where it was well when you told me about it like how long ago was that like we were in the september yeah we've been waiting for it. yeah i've been anxiously waiting for it i knew shutter uh, acquired it so i was kind of assuming it was gonna drop like randomly or via joe bob but they went right to like vod which was smart because this thing has all sorts of people behind it um merch wise and Fan wise, and Stephen Kostansky's getting. I mean, just last night on my Instagram, he popped up on like Rumorg Live. He's all over yeah. the horror sites. Yeah, he's just um, he's on like every which, podcast. Which right good on like now, maybe he'll like. Hopefully, it wouldn't ruin his um not his image. Like, what's the word I'm looking for? His um his style mm. to get a budget for once, right? But I'm sure that's coming with. How yeah, I mean this, this movie is the void. If you've seen the void, it was a Netflix original. I love that movie. Yeah, it's great. Um, this is the comp- this is like a throwback '80s VHS. You found it in the video store because it had a cool cover, mm-hmm. but the movie actually delivers. Um, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like so so much <laughs> going on with these characters. Yeah, but do we do a synopsis for this? No, nah, we don't got to do a synopsis. I think people should see All it. Right, what? Honestly. Look it up. I'm sure that. The synopsis is pretty good, but there, like Jeff said, there's a lot going on. The biggest high points for me were the creature design. Absolutely. So speaking of just a sidebar real quick, did you look up merch? For what? To see like what's available for the movie? No, no. I know they put out like some reaction figures and Waxwork put out a vinyl, and I'm sure there's shirts and shit coming. But Yeah, like, I definitely want a shirt of some kind. The Blu-ray is coming but in the, March. The round table of Aliens? Yeah. I really want like a plush of all of them, <laughs> especially the guy with the skull inside the in yeah I know in, the, in the glass case yeah because I just picture like a pl- you know plushes are plush like they're cotton and stuffing I just picture them doing something funny and like having his be a plush but actual put the plastic over the case head over the head yeah. that'd be awesome. Um. Anyway, what was I talking about before I got uh, uh, the highlight of your oh so the creature design. The gore is so over the top, but like it. well done and fun. Yes, and the laughs are great. Yeah, like the laughs are what keep you going through. Like, there's so much shenanigans going on that could easily become like a bad movie or what we like, but is also kind of uh, yeah, not very a good. Disgrace. I mean, yeah. saying it's so bad, it's good. Like, right, which is a compliment, but not really. This is a good movie, and the laughs like just keep you going through all the yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of um. Every character is basically like morally fucked in some way. Like except for I think like the little brother who seems to be like he almost plays like the female role. The sister's know? evil. Yeah, the sister, the little girl is straight up evil. The dad is like not only is he like the worst dad ever. Has she been anything else? But nah, she was, I doubt it. She I mean, was very entertaining. Yeah. 
the dad's played by Adam Brooks of Astron Six, and he's just like the shittiest dad, and not in like a a bad dad kind of way, just in like a at some point kind of like what all dads want to be. Yeah, like at some point he was just like, I'm done with life. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna sit on the couch and let my wife take yeah. care of everything. Uh, it's, yeah, the gore over the top madness. Um, the plot is bonkers i mean there's no like like the happy ending is a happy ending for four people and then, yeah, then the, 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 the rest of the world's yeah. fucked yeah <laughs> um yeah but it's it's super fun um the the monster psycho goreman himself is great his design is great and they start dressing him up which is hilarious and he he's not quite sure what's going on on earth and just his uh, adjusting and trying to figure out what the hell is happening with Earth and the people of it. Very fun. Um, I think all the Astron guys, well, not all of them. Most of the Astron guys are actually in it. Um, Adam Brooks was the dad, and then two of the monsters were Connor Sweeney and Matt Kennedy. And then Kostansky directed it. I don't remember who. Do you remember what the daughter's name was? No, I don't. I don't remember her name. It's just good as hell. You got to see it. It's worth the $6 rental or whatever uh, it was. Maybe. And uh, it comes to Blu-ray, I think, like March. So oh, she was in Books of Blood. Did you just watch that? Yeah, I don't remember being in it, though. No, she was. Huh. She was an actress in it. What did she play? Actress. Oh, perfect. <laughs> um, the Blu-ray is coming out quick. It's coming out in March. Um, yeah, I I'll definitely want to see special features on that. It's weird because it's Shutter, um, and RL, not RLJ. Um, yeah, RLJ. Yeah, I thought it was Raven, Ravens something. It's like a Canadian company, but it's a. I thought for sure it would get like a big Scream Factory kind of release. Um, I mean, the, the, this I looked at the special features and the specs and all. It looks like it's gonna be good. It's called the. Uh, the Psycho Gurman Hunky Boy Edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw that. I don't like hunky boys. <laughs> or do I? <laughs> yeah, that was definitely a fun watch. Definitely a uh, a watch this for sure. Yeah, highly I highly like recommend it. it to all of you. Especially to start off the year. Yeah, like, this need, is, we, just, we just need some fun. Yeah. Some Han Dynasty and a, and a fun watch. Oh my, that Han Dynasty was on point. Mm. Let me talk about this real quick. I Lines. know we're still in a pandemic, but fucking lines are real you can't just walk past the person in line and then get like oh what, why are you saying something to me because i'm in line idiot <laughs> <laughs> like you walked right past me and just like decided that you were next that's not that's not how this works i don't care lines are real COVID or not yeah people have gotten dumber it's insane the more you know and this is not the first time it has happened that's why i had to bring it up like when when someone when there's someone at the the register and then a person behind them. That's a line. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right? yeah, okay. yeah, directly. <laughs> Some people might disagree, but that's a line. That's how a line works. Um, also, on my end, I watched my cannibal double feature, uh, Anthropophagus and Dr. Butcher MD, which were Anthropophagus is actually kind of boring, but there's a huge payoff. Dr. Butcher MD is like if... Lucio Fulci's zombie, free based. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know if I'd be into that. It's wild. Um, Anthropophagus is the slowest movie. However, the payoff is a fetus removal through the uh, the vajay, and then it gets eaten. Hmm. Yeah, and that's like that's your payoff. Because um, when it like the whole movie was like, eh, okay, I'm watching it, and like I ju- I wouldn't say jumped out of my seat, but I I, uh, I perked up real quick when I saw that. Just that. Yeah, yeah. I think I like out loud by myself said like, did it? Did like did that just happen? Um, but the real prize I found on these is on the Doctor Butcher. Doctor Butcher comes in two parts because. It's an old movie called Zombie Holocaust that they re-edited and brought to America and called it Dr. Butcher, M.D. So it comes with two discs. You get the original and the American. The Zombie Holocaust disc has all, like, the Italian side of the special features. So, like, interview with the actors, the director, whoever, the cinematographer. But the American Dr. Butcher, M.D. version has all these special features about 42nd Street and the grindhouses and the theaters and... It's awesome. It's it's got to be close to two hours of stuff. And yeah, I definitely want to borrow that or watch it with. Yeah, you. and one of them, one of the special features is just an interview. And I, uh, his name escapes me. I should have wrote it down. I didn't think about it. But this was the dude that was like acquiring everything and bringing it to America and bringing it to Forty Second Street. And like he was the dude. Like he was the dude that was causing all like the pandemonium and like the craziness. Um, so there's like a 45 minute interview with him. Then there's a really cool thing with, um, I think it's two directors. It's the director from street trash and another fella. He's probably, I think he's in a story and he wrote a book about 42nd street, but they're on modern day. uh, I think it's like 2017, uh, 42nd street in New York times square. And I didn't realize this, but they're like, when they made, when they, close down the theaters and stuff and put all this crazy shit up like they didn't do anything to the theaters they just like gutted them and threw signs over them so all like the old architecture and stuff like some of the marquees even are still behind there like they're like pointing them out and stuff and it's just th- their stories are nuts talking about how like it was basically just like not a p- place that you wanted to go at night um you know the theaters were like lawless in the wild west and crack really is like one of the biggest reasons it all fell apart because um, like that and like the city realizing they could make a shit ton of money if there was like legit businesses there because they were charging like you know five dollar movies yeah, and yeah. you could just stay in there all day if you want it didn't matter um, and they weren't paying like crazy taxes or not sales tax or anything like that um, but yeah just like their stories and like the lawlessness of it and the one dude being like yeah I think I the time he uh, he realized that he was no longer going to go at night is a like a grandmother came in with like her four grandchildren and he said they were like from like 8 to 12 or 13 and they come in and whatever movie he was seeing they start like hacking up a girl and they all start jumping up and screaming like killer yeah killer and he's like and that's when i was like I, i'm never coming here after dark again because <laughs> it was like crazy like they said it was like crazy people just like yelling at the screen because they wanted to see people get murdered and stuff it's nuts yeah it's quite the crowd but the, that's one of the best special features i've ever gotten on disc it was so interesting ah, tasty beer how about you um, any, any, did you catch anything recently besides Psycho Gorman? Psycho Gorman? 
Uh, nah, I've been watching some shows, non-horror related. What do you got? The Undoing. Have you heard Wait, about how that? are you watching shows? Because I can, I have an hour. <laughs> One hour of what? Like to watch a show instead an of hour sitting down watching a movie. Like at the end of the night, when I'm all beat up, I'm like oh, I can throw on a show for an hour. Undoing yeah. was good, good little murder mystery. Fair. Um, I did re- as I planned on just throwing it on to watch for a few minutes, but got hooked in. I had to. Uh, I wanted to be a com- completionist and watch all of Ben Men- Ben Mendelsohn's movies because I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, Mississippi. What was it called? Mississippi Shake. I don't know. Him and um, this Ryan C- Reynolds gambling movie. Oh, okay. It's yeah. kind of like Rounders, but not more well, comedy. I never got into Rounders. That was like a phenomenon. People were like playing cards left and right because of that movie. Yeah. It, my, yeah, me and my friends fell yeah, for that I shit. Didn't, I didn't <laughs> get it. I was like, whatever. Ed Norton. Okay. Um, Very good. I mean, Ben Mendelsohn is definitely one of the best modern day actors, in my opinion. He's He's got the full... The full spectrum that he can do and love him. Bendelson. Yeah. That's what you should call him. Bendelson. Bendelson. Who is he again? Who is he? He's that guy, right? I mean, maybe the only thing you know him from is uh, Dark Knight. What's he in that? He's. Yeah, I don't know who this is at all. I forget his name. He's like. Who's the other Ben you like a lot? Ben Foster. Yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, Ben Foster's also a gentleman. But he just like he has disappeared. Where the hell has he been? He does a DraftKings commercial now. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But I like to see him in a movie though. Well. I, mean, I think I think the last thing I saw him in was Heller High Water. Not a, a ton movie. of movies getting made right now. Yeah, that's true. You know, um we're gonna talk yeah, about. I definitely didn't watch anything. But I did want to bring up huh? I was gonna say we gotta talk about what I'm looking forward to. So well, it's it's very bittersweet for me, which is going to cause me to go on another tangent. Go on your rant, baby. HBO Max released a trailer of sorts with just little snippets of all the movies that Warner Brothers is releasing that will be hitting theaters and on the same day they hit theaters, also hitting HBO Max. Now, there's a bunch of movies on this list I am super stoked for, and there's a few of them that are coming out sooner than later. And now there's uh, full blown. It's like they show like little clips of each movie. Uh, trailers are starting to drop. Did you catch the trailer for Congress Godzilla? I absolutely did. Immediately, so it's just it going to be out. a big monster. Oh. Fe- it's just like the last one, big monster fest. No, very little acting, and I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't. I don't want actors. I just want to see. <laughs> I don't want actors. I just want to see Kong and Godzilla just go at it for yeah. an hour and forty five minutes. I'm pretty sure. I mean, shit. I'm pretty sure we're all in agreement. Like every Godzilla fan ever, it's gonna be Godzilla and Kong fighting, and then that dude from the last one is gonna have built Mecha Godzilla or Mecha Ghidorah, and then they're gonna have to team up to take that down, and then they're gonna live in peace with like the Earth or something. Wait, is this an? Act- is this your prediction? That's yeah, my prediction. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I think that's what's gonna be though. You like, should you should have written them a letter and me, said, well, do me this. And, me and Calico have talked about it at length, and we're both like pretty. Hellbent, like that's what's gonna happen. It just makes sense. There's no other reason. Like they said, like one will fall. Like one's not gonna kill the other one. Like, yeah, you can't have that. Yeah. Huh. I like that theory a lot. I want to see that. See, and then like, douchebags got to ruin it. Like the day the trailer came out, 
I knew it was dropping, so I looked it up on YouTube, and the first comment was some fucking dill hole that was just like, oh, great, another bunch of uh, non-actors in a green room while a uh, basically a video game fights the whole movie. Can't wait to see it. I was like, well, you don't and, know how to don't. enjoy life. Just go yeah. fuck yourself. Go away. Like, do you watch the old ones? Like, oh, it's like some dude in a rubber suit smashing well, no, up cardboard some, buildings. He probably only watches, uh, you know, like indie whatever movies and like dives into like the character study, which I do appreciate some of those. Yeah, but, but like, this is not, Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> This isn't this isn't meant for you to go in there and like, well, you know, like the meaning of Godzilla. It didn't really seem like come to their peak of acting Mm -hmm. in in Godzilla versus King Kong. I mean, there there's some actors in it. Yeah, I mean, I've seen them. They're in the they're in the trailer. (laughs) (laughs) They're in the trailer. But I think they learned real quick from that first one. They're like, we we concentrated way too much on the characters. Second one was beautiful. I mean, it was great. And I was like worried because I watched it. I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm like. I, it's awesome, but like I was in my head, I was like, "Get her as an alien," and then boom, they were just like, "It's an alien." I was like, "Oh fuck yes, <laughs> yes." <laughs> um, my thing is like my fourth time watching that movie. Uh, I forget where I was flying to, somewhere, and I threw it on just like as my airplane movie because why not? Yeah, but I ended up falling asleep during it, and it made me in my dreamy state, appreciate the sound design of that movie so much more. The sound of that movie is fucked up. It was messing with my dreams and nice. sleep like crazy. All the roaring and monster sounds. Yeah, that Godzilla, we uh, we got to see that in a theater somehow. I know they're putting it on max, but I, I got to see it with like some sort of crazy sound at some point. Um, what about Mortal Kombat? You looking yes. forward to that? So they did some, they dropped some images the trailer drops in February. Wait, when does Godzilla come out? March 31st. Okay. And then we're right behind that. We have Mortal Kombat coming out in April, which is great. And the trailer drops in February. Yeah. Only concern about that is creating a character for the movie. I don't like that. It's a giant yeah. universe of characters, and they had to make one up for the movie. Maybe they just didn't want to have one of the set characters be the main character. I mean, I could see that. It's just, it's worrying that, like, what are they going to do that they had to make a whole new character? I think this needs somebody to be the main character and be somewhat of, like, the, you know, the, well, be the protagonist and be, like, oh. almost like a narrator. Yeah. Um, it looks like it's going in the direction of being, like, very, uh, like, a lot of realism. Like, they're uh, going to have, they're going to no. have their special po- po- uh, powers. But in the still imagery, it looks like there's a lot of like submission moves going so on. So that's what I was going to say. You're looking at the stills. I think you have to remember, it's still a fighting tournament. That's the whole point of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I expect there to be like full-on, real-life choreographed fights. But Hopefully I, good ones. Yeah, but I think outside of that, you're going to there's going. But I mean, they've confirmed over and over again, this is the question they get asked the most. Fatalities. There's going to be fatalities, right. and it's going to be bloody and gruesome. Yeah, so you got to imagine it's going to go. I can't wait. Yeah, neither can I. I'm excited. I mean, you know what we should do? What should we do? We should plan the release of our Kung Fu episode around the release of that movie. When is it? February? April. Oh, yeah, we can get that together. Yeah. So we can do like a Watch Us or Die of Mortal Kombat and then a Kung Fu War Games. Mm, I like that. Love planning our future episodes on air. Yeah, that we might 
do. We may or may not do. Without <laughs> may or, the may, or may not record permission. something on the app eventually. <laughs> um. Anyway. Oh, Conjuring Three. Not much to know about yeah, that I one yet. Seen the second. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm really behind on that. I I was surprised it was only at the third with all the damn spinoffs. You're an armpit. I'm an armpit. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know, but you need to watch the second one and the I'm third hot one. And hairy. They dropped like a couple images, but more to come on that. What have you seen from the list that you're excited about? I mean, Godzilla and Kong was I uh, was aroused as soon as I, I mean, as soon as I heard it was coming in March, I was fired up, and then the trailer got me just over the top. Um, that Mortal Kombat were my two um, big ones. Um, I want to see what they're doing with this John Cena show from his spinoff from Suicide Squad. What? Yeah, you have to read about. It. I can't. I'm not gonna get into it. It's it's weird. But he's getting like a a spinoff show on HBO with his character. That'll be interesting. HBO, it's weird because like HBO now is basically they're they're the home of everything, right? Like theaters are cut out. Uh, that's gonna be in my upcoming tangent. Oh, oh, you're going there. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. Finish what you were. Yeah, I, I, if I'd rather you go on your tangent first and maybe um, explain to me what I'm well, missing. Still on the HBO thing. Yeah, come over. I want to watch that uh, Tiger Woods documentary too. Oh, I didn't. Is that out? Yeah. No. It's only two parts, but yeah, sounds like it's pretty in depth. So with this whole HBO Max thing, I'm in an, a like an an inner dilemma, an inner battle where I'm I'm very excited for all these movies to be able to watch at home, but I've been very concerned about the death of movie theaters across the board. I'm fine with it. But why? Because they went from like... You just said you want to see Godzilla With that Kong. sound. Yeah, I do. I do. But And there's going to be other movies that are great I, for the movie theater I, experience. I don't know. If we, I'm sure we've had this talk. But I'm at the point now where like it takes a lot for me to want to go see it in the theater. And it has to matter that it's in the theater. Like those Marvel movies, yeah, you want to see them in the theater because they're going to be crazy with great sound and all this stuff. But a lot of the horror... Especially, I don't care. I don't need to see the new Halloween in the theater. Not going to bother me if I don't. Yeah, see, I would, I prefer to see it in the theater. There's a, there's a lot of movies and just whole subgenres that I love, and just in general, I love the theater experience. I mean, yeah, I don't understand why you like that so. Oh, it just it feels so good. The smell, the overpriced popcorn that's Sticky delicious. Sticky floors. Walking around and seeing all the posters in the hallways. Posters are cool. The the previews, I have to be on time for the previews. Yeah, well, you got to see the previews. But, I mean, you can all know. I just love that theater-going experience. <laughs> I don't um, know. I wish there was, It's like, nostalgic because, like, when we were kids, it was such a big deal. And I still feel a little bit of that. And then, like, oh, yeah. even with more recent nostalgia, like, in um, in college and for a couple of years after college, um, I got the idea from my brother Kyle, I would go to Providence Place Mall. They had a theater there. You go in like a Monday or Tuesday because that's when we were off from work, working in kitchens, and just go there all day, backpack full of snacks and beer, and pay for one movie. The staff didn't care at all because like they're not putting their, their A-game staff on for a Monday <laughs> yeah. afternoon. A-game. They didn't give a shit. So. The A-game movie theater staff. It's yeah. like, what, the not 70-year-old man? <laughs> Um, I would just talk movies with those guys 
and just literally spend the entire late morning and the whole afternoon just watch like three movies. Yeah, that's fun. And like not anything like, like you know that was like I'm dying to see. I'm like I'm here. Might as well watch yeah, it. Yeah, no, I'm that's different one. though. I don't like the idea. Like I used to go Sunday afternoon five dollars. Friday nights with all your friends. It didn't matter. You picked on even if it, you saw some crappers because you were just like it's Friday night. We're going to the movies. And yeah. You were maybe paying ten bucks. I think it was like eight fifty. But now you can't go to the movies and you're dropping forty bucks. Like with the snacks and everything. Yeah. But I'm talking. Um, I'm like now you can get beers, which is cool. But like I said, you're still. It's well, not the same. I don't know if you ever discussed this. Are you in on the whole movie tavern thing? Because yeah, I hate it. I didn't like it. Hate it. Nah. Like I don't want to eat a meal. I don't want to be bothered. I also by don't it. like the picking of your own seat. Like no, this is a this isn't how movie theaters work. You know, it's not an airline where you like yeah. buy your ticket online. You know, you show up, you wait in your big big line if it's a popular movie, and then you hope you can get. If you're with four people, you hope you can get four seats next to each other. I just don't want theaters to die. Now, I would uh, like to speaking see- of that, the Colonial dug out of their hole. Good. Uh, they met their goal, exceeded their goal, and they should be okay. Yeah. And speaking of that, they're showing the thing next month. Nice. We should do that. Um I like I would like to see the return of the mom and pop two screen theater. That's what I was thinking maybe would happen. But now so Regal but Yeah, Hollywood would really have to tone it down with the uh bullshit. Right. Oh yeah. I mean like have you been keeping well I guess not, but no. like the the theaters, AMC and Regal, have just been going to social media war with the studios. Well, if you do this, then we're not showing any movies yeah. from your studio in our theater. Oh, yeah. Well, now we're going to drop it on HBO Max. Like, it's just been childish back and forth yeah. arguing and behavior. Um, it sounds like Regal's pretty much all but dead. Good. And then it sounded like AMC was going to be next to be dead. But all this stock market shenanigans has been on the last week. Yes, explain this to me. I have no clue what you're talking about. Um, I don't think I can explain it because I'm not knowledgeable enough. Okay. But there's... Oh, I mean, I'm, we can spend a whole... Like, I don't want to spend the whole episode on this. And also, I don't want to know how to explain it. But there's all this stuff going on created by Reddit users that these guys think... As for, from what I can... And this is just my... The way I've read it and my understanding, they are trying to do like a Robin Hood type thing. And I'm sure there's some political agenda where they're trying to prove that the Wall Street traders are bad guys. So they're inflating stocks to help the little guys, the non-billionaires. Hmm. So they're, they're convincing people to buy into these random stocks like they did like um, Build-A-Bear Bed Bath and Beyond. Most recently, that has gotten all the news coverage is AMC theaters and GameStop. They're getting people to buy into these stocks, inflate the crap out of them, and then sell them off and make a huge profit. And I've heard guys like, "Oh yeah, like we've helped people like pay off their medical bills, pay their tuition. Like we're doing good. We're helping the the middle and lower class and hurting the billionaires." I don't understand it. I don't either. But I, I like that we're hurting rich people. Yeah. Um, I mean, if that's, that, if that's legit what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. good. You, don't now, need, you don't need a, a billion dollars. You'll be all right. In the background of all this, again, don't understand it. This is from what I'm trying to understand from what I've read. Since AMC was part of this whole thing, 
They didn't ask to be, but they were. Something with like bonds being transferred into stocks. Something meant that a whole bunch of stocks got transferred or bought or something. And basically AMC made, because of this, like, a billion dollars. Oh, so they're like so working business. So where they where they were like at the almost at the end of their life as a business, this rejuvenated them. Now they have like a billion dollars, and maybe there's still hope for them to hmm. stay around. Yeah, it's interesting. But I don't, I don't know how any of that works. I wish so. we didn't disagree so much on theaters. It's I like the old school theater. I mean i I like the theater. I don't like just the wildness that it's the, and price and all that yeah. yeah i mean i remember like i said i mean I seeing was, something on imax like that's that's, that's awesome yeah it's cool but like you know what else an experience like i said like it's sunday afternoon and i can go see something for five dollars at the local six screen or the place up the street it's like it's got two screens and it's showing like home alone and ninja turtles or something like it that that's what i remember as a kid yeah and, you know and it was that old dark concession area like the theater as it is today with like the bright colors and lights i remember when it was like dark and dingy mm-hmm. and the counter was just the counter and there was like a glass case with some candy and that was all this like fancy stuff yeah and, you know, like, and like you said like the bites. bars and the beers yeah i miss that i'm a i mean that's the biggest thing i think anyone takes from the two of us is i'm definitely the older soul you're like, I want it modern and new, and I'll. That's not true. Don't put me in that. You just said it. <laughs> no, I said, I said yes. That's what theaters have become. That's not. You said you missed the theater experience because yeah, of but that. based on nostalgia from what you were just talking about. Okay. I don't need all the bells and whistles. I just love the theater experience. You probably love the reclining chairs. Um, I like the ones that where the feet go up. That's pretty nice. Yeah, they are nice leather and stuff. I remember when you, you just hoped you didn't get stuck in that front row. Ugh. Oh, worse. <laughs> now there is no front row. The front row starts where, like, the middle row used to start. God, I remember when I saw Batman in, like, 1990 with my dad. I had to sit on his lap. It was that packed. That's awesome. Yeah. Hmm. And he left me in there, and I think he went to Rite Aid. Weird memory just came back. <laughs> I think I'm having a breakthrough. Well, like after the movie? No, like, during it. <laughs> Pretty sure he just was like, I'll be back. And I think he came back with a Rite Aid bag like 15 minutes later. How was he getting a Rite Aid during There's a Batman a Rite movie? Aid next to the movie theater. Yeah, that's fair yeah the 80s, or was that the, ni- yeah, 89, right? That was 89. When Tim Burton's came out? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Different time. Huh. Like, yeah, it's a dark theater. He'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand it when I saw it in the theater. Not till the VHS did I really pick up on everything. Yeah. I, was, I was just going like, where's Robin? <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so that's just my little. I don't know. It's, it's an inner. Like I'm excited about HBO Max, and I'm also wanting to be excited about going to theater again. Yeah, but like I said, I think if the theaters are going to be so fucking petty, it's like good go out of business and let something else develop because like it won't go away. Something else will come up. Some other company, or even a Hollywood production company, will find a way to keep a theater. Like the Colonial, places like the Colonial will become really important. You ever see? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my hometown, Roxborough, has one. My hometown. That's kind of weird. I'm from Philly. But my neighborhood <laughs> in uh, Roxborough used to have one. Um, there's one. Oh, where did I just see it? It's on the way to Lancaster. 
I don't know, but you ever drive to like these small towns, and the movie, the old movie theater marquee is still there, but it's like a different place now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That drives me nuts. <laughs> um, the one but, was, but like there is still some of the market. old theaters still going. Yeah, for sure. and then like there was like some um, like during COVID and everything with everything shut down, there were stories and um, theories going around that maybe this would be like the rebirth of the drive-in movie theater, which it slightly has been. Like some parking lots, they're springing up in. Yeah, but the, but the, you didn't have space to open a drive-in. In the, nowadays, no, in the yeah. suburbs, there's no space. No space. No um, you know, kind of natural so, light or not un, uh, artificial light needs to be at a minimal. Yeah, yeah. You know, noise. So I don't know if you saw the um, Exxon Mall is opening a drive-in movie theater. No, it opens um, Valentine's Day weekend, and it's looks like it's it's sort of like the Oaks one, semi-permanent. Um, ridiculous. I will not be going yeah, I'll, I'll for, for for a few reasons. They're gonna have concessions, and they said restaurant style takeout food. Okay, I mean there's in restaurants big in the bold area. letters. No outside food or beverage. How the fuck do they plan on monitoring that? No, you can't. You can't. That is that. Drive-throughs were notorious for people sneaking people in. Like, yeah, you're gonna stop food. <laughs> so and then. If you had to guess, for one movie, they're going to be showing classics and new releases. I forget what they're open. Uh, they, they probably want 50 bucks. Nah, not that bad. But 36. Yeah. Because you can fit as many people as you want in a car. $36 a car. Yeah. We don't even pay that to go to the Mahoning. They say well, every night. The Mahoning is cracking down in their own little way. It used to be one ticket per car. Now it's one I ticket know, per car. I know. But still, $36 to go see whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's... At a drive-in, it's in nice. a parking lot? I, look, I wouldn't pay it. Um, like I said, yeah, Mahoning's kind of doing their own thing, but that's an event when you go there. Yeah, that's yeah. A, you know. Um, I want to go to that Schnex... Oh, I can never pronounce it. I'm going to butcher it. Schnecksville? Schneckiesville? Schwanksville? No, it's not Schwanksville. It's called, like, Schneckiesville. It's a drive-in, but they show, like, newer stuff. I just want to check it out to, to go. I think they have two screens, too. Is that the one? It's in the mountains, right? Yeah, yeah. It's on the way. I've driven this by. It's up 309. Um, Way up 309. I went once on one of my CMT trips. We were staying at a hotel nearby. Let's go check it out. We saw something new. I don't remember what. Oh, really? It was pretty cool, though. Yeah. It's next to us. I like because they, um, I don't know what they would do during COVID, but they have uh, servers that go car to car for your concessions. Oh, really? And then they do the whole thing. Like, all right, we'll put your window down. They they hook up the the tray. tray. Yeah, that's pretty cool. cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. That is, um, it's not far from, like, the McDonald's. I don't know about that. Yeah, you don't remember the McDonald's where you had to use the bathroom real bad? And it was during COVID. <laughs> and, like, there was all these cars in the parking lot, so we thought they were open. Oh, uh, yeah, it was drive-thru. <laughs> yeah, it was around there. Yeah. <laughs> um, almost, almost had two accidents on that road, Jesus. <laughs> all right, well, that's all I have for that. Uh, news-wise, some personal news. I guess the only bit of entertainment I've had in the last week is my new um, John Carpenter 3 album arrived. Ooh. Pre-order from Scream Factory. So it is his um, unreleased non-movie score music part three. Awesome vinyl. Yep. Awesome poster. And the music is again great. Carpenter, man. Oh, it's so fun. He knows what he's doing. And I, uh, dude, I can't wait. I should have. You were just at the house. I should have played a, a record for you. The new player is just 
It's nice looking. Leaps and bounds better. It sounds beautiful. I like that wood look too. Yeah, um, that was a great investment upgrading the the um, vinyl speakers and player. Yeah, it's nice. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you haven't heard the first two albums, I suggest all three. If you love John Carpenter's scores, you will love the rest of his original music. It's just great synth stuff. It's fun. Um, he like changes direction and uh, genre. Uh, yeah, genre throughout the albums. Um, some songs are like super mellow and kind of like, um, what's the word? Like, uh, you know, like you would just be like mellow and smoke some weed too. Like lethargic. Other yeah, yeah. Other stuff's like really uh, trippy. Other stuff's like really heavy, not metal, but like almost. Um, yeah, I recommend it. Right on. Some other stuff as far as releases. Do you get into the Hulu? Um, what's it called? Into the Dark series. I don't have Hulu. Oh, you don't? No. I have to get my login. Thanks. So I mean, yeah. it's been it's going on three years now. They've been doing this Into the Dark series where they give a uh, sort of like the Blumhouse treatment. They give like a young upcoming director. A shot at directing a feature length film, mm-hmm. but they do whatever holidays coming up. Interesting. And they'll do like the low key holidays. All right. Um, so the new one's coming up for Valentine's Day. It's called Tentacles. And it looks like it's a. Testicles? <laughs> tentacles. I know. It looks like it's like a lover's psychosexual drama, but with some alien shit maybe going on. All right. Looks pretty. Uh, there's definitely going to be a Valentine's watch in my household. I only have one Valentine's watch. Well, that's the Valentine's watch. That's that's one of my favorites. It can't be the one and only, but it's the. It's so damn good. I we'll talk about it later in February, I'm sure. Um, yeah, I definitely have to give you my Hulu login. There's there's a lot of good like original stuff on there. Yeah, usually anytime I watch that on Hulu, it's usually at Shane's house. Um, and the other big thing with Hulu that I have to give it to you is uh, I think it's February first. Uh, Possessor is dropping on there. Which is huge. Like, that's pretty yeah, quick. That's Cronenberg, right? Yeah. yeah. It was only on uh, on demand for a little bit. Like, that was yeah, pretty quick turnaround. I feel like it came in one. I'm glad I didn't spend the, you know, $17 to rent it when it's dropping on Hulu that quick. I'm really excited to watch that one. It's getting good reviews and supposed to be very uh, big old mindfuck. Nice. I um, I will watch it with you. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would like to talk about something we don't get into enough on the show. The Royal Rumble's coming up. You got any predictions for some wrestling? See anything going? I'm really down? out of touch. Yeah. Um. The whole COVID, the way they have to do wrestling now, has not grabbed me or kept me watching. Well, then what I wanted to say will mean nothing to you, because it's a whole storyline going on with Randy Orton and the Fiend and all this craziness and. Well, I know about Lights of Bliss. Lighting people on fire. and Lit who on fire? Well, Randy Orton lit the see, Fiend this on is fire. What, this is what annoys me. Shouldn't the Fiend be having a better feud than Randy Orton? Well, it is, it was, it's good. I mean, it's Randy Orton, dude. He's an all-timer. Yeah, but... Who's he going to feud? Who's he gonna feud with? Someone with the belt? Mm, he doesn't need the title. Roman Reigns has the title. Is he on SmackDown? Yeah, he's on SmackDown, right? 
Yeah, yeah, he's on SmackDown. <sighs> You're missing out on some good stuff. I mean, I'm going to watch the Rumble. I mean, here's what here's what I want. Only two things that will make me happy. Either Adam Cole gets his call up and wins the Rumble, or they run the Rumble as normal and get down to like the final 10 or so. And then the Fiend makes his return because he's been dead. He's He was lit on fire, <laughs> and he's been dead. But if he makes his return during the Rumble at like number 9, let's say, and then it becomes like a crazy-ass cinematic match where just all sorts of wild stuff is happening. And then whoever wins it wins it. I don't expect him to win it. But I think that would make it way more interesting. Hmm. And the whole cinematic thing, like now it's time to do that when there's no Yeah. So like you know, you have your normal rumble, but then like the final maybe not even ten, maybe like five or six. Just but just make it wild. Just crazy. Hmm. Um The Alexa Bliss stuff has been fun. I've heard people think that like the fiend itself is going to be like an anomaly. So like, it's just, it's taking her over and then, and then maybe, what, where's Bray well then go? maybe Bray comes back, but strictly as firefly Funhouse Bray until about WrestleMania. And like the fiend retakes his body or something. Mm. That's like movie shit right there. Yeah. But that'd be cool too. I, I feel like they're not creative enough, creative enough or ballsy enough to do. Something well, cool I feel that. like they, well, with is, him, is, at least. Is he still allowed to... He, the last I read, he he had full creative control of Bray and The Fiend. He must. Which is rare for a wrestler. Like, I guess Vince and Triple H well, trusted him. What I was going to say is he must because they don't let things develop. If it doesn't get a good reaction after, like, two weeks, they're like, all right, we're done with it. Yeah. Um, but this, yeah, I mean... As far as the Bray Wyatt stuff has gone, he has really pushed it. Um, you know, like, I was worried that he was going to be lit on fire and then be back on TV, you know, in a week. Like, but they've kept him off. And then Alexa, the Alexa Bliss stuff happened, and she shot Randy Orton in the face with a CGI fireball. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been cool because they're, like, making him, like, doing makeup on him and making him look like he was all burnt up, which is cool. So they'll, you know, if they they play their cards right and just have fun with it it'll be fine but if they do like a straight up rumble and like i don't know just like i love daniel bryan but like if they do a straight up rumble and daniel bryan wins i'm just gonna be yeah. like yeah 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 i hope they don't go that route what do you think about is goldberg gonna do the goldberg thing Nah, i think that's gonna end up being a cinematic match too he can't he can't wrestle he's yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He just goes in and... No, no. I don't think they're going to let him do that to McIntyre. I think they'll go cinematic and he'll lose, but it'll be like a... You know. What, like in the Scottish Isles? <laughs> nah, but they'll have like the crazy camera angles. Like the Remember the Edge Orton greatest wrestling match ever? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that kind of thing. Just, you know. I, that I, wasn't good. I, it wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't mm. the greatest wrestling match ever. <laughs> But Goldberg can't go for more than like five minutes. He'll blow up. I'm sure, his cardio is terrible. Well, God. yeah. He ge- last time he gave himself concussion. Yeah, banging himself his in head. the door, yeah. <laughs> and then he had a terrible match. Two men almost died in the ring that day. <laughs> That's nuts. Well, you got anything else? You'd like to talk about? I I sprung the wrestling stuff, kind of not even remembering that you barely pay attention anymore. Well, yeah, I mean, I'll definitely be watching the Rumble. Maybe that'll reinvigorate me and get me back in. 
But some of these concerns you have concern me, and then I'll be right out again. Mm. I'm I just hanging need in Triple there. H to take over. I trust him to run the company. Have you been following AEW at all? In and out. Yeah, it's kind of all over the place. Is it starting to lose? Think it's starting to lose ground? No. Um, not lose ground at all. Actually, I think if anything, it's gotten a lot more interesting. It's just because they only have one televised show and so many people on the roster, you just lose track. And then, like, I'm sure COVID's playing a part with people not being able to travel. But you kind of, like, lose track of stories. You know, you might not hear from uh, somebody for, like, two or three weeks and they'll just jump back in and, like, with the story. And you're like, I don't, I don't remember why that's happening. You really got to pay attention to, like, social media and YouTube and that kind of stuff with AEW. So it's that's a lot of work. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's that's almost like work to like follow it. The the wrestling sites do a pretty decent job of keeping up with it. Um but like you know, like this the Adam Page storyline's been going on for months now where like the Dark Order's trying to recruit him and now Matt Hardy's trying to recruit him for his crew. And I'm like, well when did he not be in the elite like what happened <laughs> like, I, I, I missed that whole part like Kenny Omega with the title has been fun he's like a fucking lunatic it's crazy but uh, I think they're talking about fans for Wrestlemania because they're doing it in Raymond James and the Super Bowl is going to have quote unquote 20,000 people even though everyone knows they're going to shove way more people in there you think so oh yeah it's Florida <laughs> not going to care yeah that's true Twenty thousand will be I feel like, like what 40. they're doing for the uh, medical personnel. That's pretty cool. No, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. It's weird, man. The, the first home field advantage Super Bowl isn't even going to really matter. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um. All right, so Royal Rumble. We'll recap that next episode. Yeah, hopefully I won't be pissed off about it. Um. Excuse me. One more thing on the movie front. Have you? Heard anything about the Wrong Turn reboot? I did. I just read something about it, and I can't remember what it was. Oh, I think I read a review. Well, I was going to say, it'd be hard to have a... So I had a one-night release. Yeah. I don't know how many theaters, I guess. It was only theaters, not on demand. Okay. I don't know how many theaters, but I don't know how... It can't be a lot. It was a one-night. Yeah, the review, I think I read, kind of talks about it wasn't wasn't great. Yeah. Um, well, that sucks. Like it's a, I forget. I think it says it along the lines like it tries to be different, but doesn't do anything like special. No, oh, I'm still gonna see it because I love the other ones. I don't know why it's called the Foundation. What is this? The movie? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what's better? Yeah. Joyride. It's random. Well, anyway, it's random. They're both about cars. They're not. People are driving in cars. Well, yeah, but you can say that about any movie. Not really. Well, the Wrong Turn reboot is G- dropping the- on VOD and Blu-ray February 23rd. I'm just going to go ahead and buy the Blu-ray because I already have all the rest of them. Hmm. Might as well stick with it. All right. Fair enough. Um, What's the date? The 28th? Yeah. So I guess... Yeah, I guess now would be a good time to talk about it, for me at least. Um, I'm really looking forward to February because it is um, Black History Month. 
and I get to I I love to run through my Dolomite collection and my Last Dragon stuff, and I'll go back and watch like Sugar Hill again, mm-hmm. and oh man, just all that good stuff. It's a I don't know. It just seems fitting the time of year. But I, I know it's stuff we're not going to talk about on the show, but it's just well, not definitely not about the show. Well, I mean, we'll talk about. It, but we're not going to do like we love doing episode. themed watches. Yeah. Um, but man, it's just, it's great cause you have that. And then with Valentine's day, my bloody Valentine, n- maybe I'll watch the remake this year. I've never watched the remake and I own it. Is it good? You said it's good, right? Well, I'm sorry. What? The my bloody Valentine remake. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's fine. They kind of take the, uh, formula of the OG and turn it on its head a little bit. All right. In a somewhat creative way. I mean, it's definitely worth a watch for sure. I mean, I own it. It's just sitting on my shelf, so it's not like it's going to be a hard find. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I'm looking to forward to in February. January was a good start, at least for me. Um, it's like a Gorman really kicked some ass and, and made me happy. Uh, my Blu-rays that showed up that I bought from Black Friday... Um, super fun watches. I was very happy with them. Um, and I'm just looking forward to watching a shitload this year. Oh, show. Yeah. Well, you want to finish it off with this uh, post-game yeah, beer? Like a little, um, Post-show little beer? gift from our producer. You want to inter- introduce this one? Uh, you're pretty good at introducing piece of it, so. All right. Producer, man, like we said, was on a little vacation. And he brought us back a beer from Alamo Brewing Company. Uh, I'm sorry, Alamo Beer Company. Oh, yeah. From San Antonio. This is the original Golden Ale. So they're, they're OG. I'm guessing one of their flagships, or they're the flagship. Um, I like the brewery slogan, Fiercely Independent. Uh, I have not had anything from this brewing company. They are not available to purchase anywhere in Pennsylvania, I looked after he gave us this awesome gift. So let's, uh, let's dive into this. And this is a rare occasion, people. Producer man is joining us. Woo! Hear that third crack. Cheers. And it's not a Mike's Hard Lemonade or something weird. That is a golden golden nail. It's tasty. It's smooth. It's yeah, tasty. These are definitely uh, crushable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I could, yeah. And some uh, Texas humidity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Slugging You these. know what? It If it was like on that Tuesday when it was super humid, this definitely, definitely <laughs> yeah. a six-pack worth. I thought I saw... So you said you got this at a store, but I thought I saw you and Nate went... We were at Alamo beer somewhere. No, else. so we were at uh, well, we had an Alamo beer when we were at the Pearl, which is the brewery that's turned into like this bougie like area. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just got the, the recommendation was Alamo uh, because the Pearl is like the flagship in that complex. But the lady said Alamo, it's local. They don't go far out of Texas. Um, so she said it. You know, if you're here, this is the one to go to. She said it's going to have much more flavor. So. How was the other? The other uh, so I had the so the one that I had was the like I think it was just the lager and it was fantastic as well. So that one actually tasted more hoppy than this one did than this one does. So really? I actually like this one better than yeah, the good. other one. It's nice and crisp. Did you uh, look at the text I sent you for that beer company Belching Beaver? Oh no, I forgot. To, I forgot. To look at that. They don't distribute this far, so it's kind of a bummer. But they do collabs with Deftones. Oh, and they uh, they just put a new one out, but they like a white pony. 
the one they just put out is called like Phantom Bride. But, oh, that's cool. But their their can art is really cool, and their selection looks really good. Um, they're a West Coast brewery. I think they go to like a little bit of the Midwest. They don't come anywhere near the East Coast. Hmm. But I just thought it was a cool thing that you should have looked at. I wonder at if maybe they would show ignoring. up on um, my Tavor. Ah, yeah, you should look. Belching Beaver. Look for that. Tavor is very uh, Midwest and West Coast heavy, so maybe yeah, you should. at some point. I mean, it's all chance. Like, it's not like you can like search them and. Oh, really? That's how it works. Yeah, it's so just like what they like have at the time. Every day, three to four different beers pop up, and while they're available, you gotta buy them right then and there before they sell out. And you you never know what's gonna show up. Uh, see, I always thought it was like a search. Like you search nah. for it, and they found it, and then they throw it in your crate. Nope, nope, nope. It's all chance. Yeah, oh, it's weird. But it's cool though. Because, I mean, they they get really cool stuff. A lot of Anchorage, a lot of Adroit Theory is what I always hone in on. Yeah, hey, Anchorage is probably good. I don't think I've had anything from them. That cold Alaskan water. I want to go to Alaska. I was going to move there, dude. I can see that. They give you money. The government will pay you to move there. But if you move there, Lyle moves to San Fran. The hell am I going to be doing? I don't know. You can come live in Alaska. We'll hunt grizzly bears. <laughs> be awesome. Where's the show going? You got to come up for the uh, 30 days of night. Uh, no, alcohol is illegal. You want to know what? Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Yeah, during the 30 days of night, alcohol is banned in the whole region. Oh, I'm never going to move to Alaska. <laughs> That's insane. They can't have people just being in 30 days of night and drinking on top of it. It'll be turned to mayhem. Why? Because they worry about depression and. Oh, wow. Because, yeah, COVID's really helped that out, huh? Yeah. What's Alaska doing during COVID? Do they even have it? Do they even know? Um,. I remember, actually, speaking of Anchorage Brewing Company, I remember, like, you know, scrolling the Instagrams. I follow all these breweries. Like, they reopened to the public, like, just open to the public, like, way, 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 way earlier than anybody else did. Like, and that was just, just fine? Like, oh, wow. Like, they just opened? It was, it was fine. I guess. I haven't heard anything mm-hmm. since. Good on them. All right. Good, good on you, Alaska. <laughs> Legalize alcohol. All times. Jesus Christ. What's wrong with yeah, that? Yeah, no drinking during all right, brother. dark time. Well, I think we'll wrap it up. Producer man, thank we you for the, have a list the gift for beers. Time. I think we will have a list for next week. I can't even guarantee it at this point. There's just been so much going on with you and your movings. I mean, I'm somewhat back to normal. All right, good. I do want to do the versus thing that we talked about. I think the people we got to work it out. We got to fine tune it. Out of that. We got to fine tune it. Um. So yeah, hopefully we'll have a list next week. If not, we'll come back. We'll do something like this again. But I think we'll be back on schedule. So until then, uh, as always, I'm Jeff and he's Vinny. Love, peace, and chicken grease. We're out of here. We are out.